Hi guys, you are very welcome back to our podcast this week, Marketing in the Morning. My name is Susan Buckley and it's great to be back on the podcast. Uh, this week I am joined by my colleague Nicolina, who has been on the podcast before. So Nicolina, it's great to have you back. It's so good to be back. Thank you, Susan. No problem. So this week we have uh, two brand new topics for you. The first topic we're going to talk about is Black Friday and Cyber Monday, so Cyber Weekend essentially. And then the second topic I'm going to talk to you about is a few SEO updates that we have for you. So without further ado, Nicolina, if you want to jump into topic number one. No problem, Susan. So this week we have prepared Black Friday and Cyber Monday tips for you. So as we are now officially into the winter season, it's time to plan for Black Friday Cyber Monday sales as soon as possible to maximize potential bookings. Black Friday falls on November 27 this year. In the past few years, we have seen the best performance for hotels who ran very simple offers at a large discount and very few restrictions. Historically, costs for ads increased two to three times over this specific weekend, and guests expect a good deal. So if you feel you are not in a position to offer a discount of 25% or more, we recommend avoiding putting campaign spend behind this. We have some tips for creating a successful Black Friday campaign. So first tip would be keep it simple. The clearer your offer is, the easier it will be for guests to understand what they receive. So our second tip would be make it a generous offer. As we have mentioned before, the best performing campaigns have been the ones with large discounts. If you are not in a position to offer 25% or more, we recommend avoiding putting budget behind this. It is a highly competitive space, so, so the offer needs to be quite significant for, to the customer. Third tip would be highlight the limited offer. Flash sales are a great way to create urgency over Black Friday and Cyber Monday when highlighting your offer. A great way of doing this is using one of the features of our action bars. Our action bars have a timer which can count down the hours left of the flash sale. This gives a sense of urgency to the customer. Take a look at the action bar options on our marketplace. Fourth step would be be consistent across all channels. The best way of having brand consistency across all of your channels is by designing creatives that can be used on each channel. Thank you very much, Nicolina. So for topic number two, as I said, we're going to take a look at some SEO updates. So the first update that I have for you is about passage indexing. So Google have said that very specific searches can be the hardest to get right. They followed on with, since sometimes the single sentence that answers your question might be buried deep in a web page, we've recently made a breakthrough in ranking and are now able to not just index web pages, but individual passages from those pages. By getting a better understanding of the relevancy of specific passages, not just the overall page, we can find that needle in a haystack information that people are looking for. So Google have said that passage-based indexing will affect 7% of search queries across all languages when rolled out fully globally. This is helpful for queries where the specific bit of information the person is searching for is hidden in a single passage on a page that's not necessarily the main topic of that page. So this update will be rolled out later this year. So to put this in an example, let's say someone searches on Google, how does BERT work in Google search? Previously, Google might have returned a bunch of results that seem to be relevant overall. For example, maybe Google would have returned a new story about BERT coming to Google search, but the new story itself might actually not be directly relevant to answer the question. Now, if you have a really broad search, for example, let's say a page about how Google search works, 
But within that broad page, there is one passage that actually explains how BERT works. Even though the rest of the page isn't super relevant, Google's new system can zoom in on that one passage and rank that page higher for, for when someone searches, how does BERT work in Google search, if that makes sense. Um, so that's how passage indexing works. Um, and I hope that made sense. The other SEO update I have for you this week is around Google Analytics. So the latest iteration of Google's web analytics platform, dubbed Google Analytics 4 or G4, is now available. The new property type includes expanded predictive insights, deeper integration with Google Ads, cross-device measurement capabilities, and more granular data controls. New AI-powered insights and predictions also come with this new iteration of Google Analytics. While machine learning-powered insights in analytics have been available for some time, these new insights and predictions making their way into Google Analytics 4 can automatically alert marketers to data trends, such as surging demand for a product that they sell. Thank you, Susan, and thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast and see more info uh, on our official blog on our NetAffinity website. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, guys. Bye.